Welcome to the Mystery of Your Mind, a podcast where I, Edward Thomas, delve into some of the most existential questions of life and of ourselves. On my second stop in my journey to find out everything there is out there, I look into a phenomenon, emergence, when idiots become smarter together. An ant can't do much alone. It can't provide for its colony. It can't defend against attackers. And a flood would be the end of it. But ant colonies live for years. Ants cruelly defend their home turf, and their home seems to magically resurrect a day after a storm. But how can such unintelligent things complete such complex tasks together? It's because of a phenomenon known as emergence. It's everywhere around us, and it's the reason why we live in communities and aren't just wandering souls in the wilderness. In essence, emergence arises when a system has different characteristics than the things that make it up. Let's start with the most important internet debate of all time. Is water wet? Alone, a molecule of water actually isn't wet. If you zoom in far enough, all you see is just a molecule. But when you run outside without an umbrella during a storm, you feel wet. Because when many water molecules come together, the property of wetness becomes apparent. Wetness is an emerging characteristic of water. When many water molecules are together, they have different characteristics than if they're alone. Wetness is an emerging characteristic of water. Together, water molecules have different characteristics than the individual molecules that make it up. Atoms make molecules. Molecules make proteins. Proteins make cells, and cells make organs that make individuals, which make up societies. But societies are much more than just the atoms that make it up. But how can something be more than its constituent parts? Let's consider the beehive. The survival of a bee colony is completely dependent on the coordinated efforts of the bees that make it up. From a big picture perspective, a beehive is basically a ball of chaos. But from the day that most bees are born, they get to work in the hive defending their home, constructing and reconstructing the hive, and raising the young, soon-to-be bees. All these things help make 
normal bee colonies live for several years. But no individual bee could even imagine trying to do all that. The same concept of systems naturally creating order from the chaos that they are from are what engineers are actually currently utilizing to create safer roads. All over Europe, urban designers are building intersections with little to no signs, lights, and or barriers at so-called shared spaces where pedestrians, buses, and cars can move about freely. It sounds like a disaster waiting to happen, but studies of these intersections have actually found that drivers naturally have a heightened sense of caution in these areas and tend to slow down and make eye contact with other drivers and with pedestrians. These shared spaces create order from the inherent chaos of the situation. And as a result, these spaces tend to have less accidents than other intersections with signs, lights, and or barriers. We still don't know what makes the smallest unit of life, a cell, alive. But we do know that life comes from many things that are not alive. When many cells come together, they make you. Your heart, brain, and lungs are incredibly complicated, despite the individual uselessness and lack of intelligence of the cells that make them up. But how do your cells know what to do? In the brain, millions of neurons need to communicate just right and in perfect sync with one another in order to let you move your hand to, say, grab a cup of coffee. But how do your cells know what to do? In the brain, millions of neurons need to communicate just right and in perfect sync with one another in order to let you move your hand to, say, grab a cup of coffee. Neurons tell their neighbors something by firing off electrical signals and sending chemicals to each other. Naturally, if something must be done, then the neurons will sync up with each other and send out an impulse to grasp the handle of your cup. But the brain doesn't tell each neuron to fire off at a specific time. The neurons are just listening to their neighbors and passing along the message. They create order from the chaos that they are given, and what they can achieve together is far more than what's actually involved. And what makes us ask these kinds of questions? Is curiosity an emerging characteristic of our brain? Perhaps. That's what makes these kinds of questions so interesting. But just like how water makes things wet, bees make a high function, dead things make life, or signals make orchestrated movements, so too do us relatively dismissive humans make amazingly complex things. We make nations, laws, 
leaders, music. But what are all of these things? Population counts? Morals? Strong speakers? Frequencies played in time with one another? We don't know. Definitions change over time. They're fluid and they're dynamic. But they only exist because a lot of people contributed and started something new. Together. Thank you so much for watching that episode of The Mystery of Your Mind, a podcast where I delve into some of the most existential questions of life and of ourselves. If you love what you just heard, subscribe. You'll let you know when my next episodes come out right away. And don't forget to tell your family and friends about this channel, The Mystery of Your Mind, so that they too can know a little bit more about themselves and of their world. You can also support me on my Patreon page, which is linked in the description of this episode. Or you can check out my website for past episodes.